0: 9, the Hill, WCHL, and the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media. Present Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. Sports Focus, dedicated to in-depth examination of issues of overriding importance in the sports world. Each week, we'll discuss problems and look for solutions in professional, collegiate, and amateur sports. From Carol Hall on the Carolina campus, here's your host, UNC journalism professor, Charlie
1: Tuggle. Welcome to Sports Focus. Our topic today, the Maui Classic basketball tournament being played in Asheville. Our guest, Demp Bradford, president of the Asheville Buncombe Regional Sports Commission and a Carolina alum. So Demp, uh, obviously the uh, Maui Classic is not going to be in Maui. Uh, We'll get to that, uh, the location here in just a moment, but the timing. The timing's also a little bit different and both of these things are driven by COVID-19. What about the timing?
2: Well, you know, with the timing, uh, so last week the NCAA came in and adjusted the start of the college basketball season to November 25th. So it it really took out about two and a half weeks of non-conference play And it also forced uh, almost every MTE, which is basically a term for the early season tournaments, it forced all of them to adjust their calendar. And so now you also have some of these events which are canceling. uh, Teams are withdrawing uh, because of locations um, and all kinds of different things. So we're actually waiting for our date to be announced, um, and it has really—it it depends actually more on television, which is which is one of those things that drive, that we that drives college sports, COVID or no COVID.
1: All right, so I I want to go on the record as saying I love Asheville. Thank I you. Love that town, but to be honest with you, that wouldn't have been the first thought that occurred to me that. Oh, it's not in Maui, it's in Asheville? So how did you land this tournament?
2: We reached out to the event organizers and uh, began conversation. Uh, We have had other conversations with them previously. Um, At the time, actually, one of my former interns, uh, when I was in Greensboro, uh, worked for the company uh, so, we just began conversations and what did it look like in North Carolina. Uh, we knew that NASCAR uh, had their first event in North Carolina, so we took a lot of their plans uh, when we went you know we contacted the uh, North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services, looked at the NASCAR documents, began to craft our own documents as to how we would present it to, first of all, Buncombe County and to uh, the state of North Carolina, to the the Department of Health and Human Services. Everyone sees Dr. Cohen on uh, television several times a week, her office, and then uh, eventually the governor's office just to make sure that we covered, uh, to make sure that the plan was as safe as possible and uh that we could mitigate the risk to participants
1: it's still it's it's not like it's Atlanta you know or Charlotte or somewhere like that it's Asheville so what do you think was the biggest selling point
2: well when you're looking at a venue you know we've successfully hosted uh 21 southern conference championships uh the last nine here uh we you know have great hotels that are here uh and you know and and going to some of the larger cities uh you put more at risk um you know we we feel like that uh you know Asheville is going to be a good location it's going to be a great venue you know um, You know, if you were in Atlanta or Charlotte, you would be playing in a 19 to 20,000 seat arena uh, that, um, you know, is it's also maybe cost prohibitive. So, uh, you know, we have a a venue that hosts has 7,000 seats and can for television be downsized and uh, just feel like that we have a, a good operational plan. And. You know, Asheville's not too bad. You know, we have some uh, great people who uh, grew up in Asheville, including one, Coach uh, Roy Williams. Born in
1: Marion, North Carolina, by the way.
2: He was, but he, you know, he he did, you know, he did uh, grow up in Asheville. And uh, he lists this as his hometown. And uh, he uh, actually coached here at Owen High School. So, you know, we're, we're really proud of him here. And, but the, the interesting thing is Coach Williams didn't know anything about this until the last couple of weeks. So he had no influence uh, originally on, we were, we were further in the discussion than, uh, you know, than you would have thought before Coach Williams knew about it.
1: Sports Focus, we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle, and now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking about the Maui Classic that this year is going to be in Asheville, North Carolina. We're talking to Demp Bradford of the uh, Sports Commission there, uh, also a UNC alum. So, uh, Demp, it's going to be at the uh, Harris Cherokee Center. So, uh, you think there might be some gambling going on in between games?
2: Well, the Harris Cherokee Center Asheville is actually the former Asheville Civic Center. Uh, so there will be no gambling. Uh, Harris is the uh, title sponsor of the building. It uh, has the naming rights for the building. So there will not be any gambling in Asheville, um, but we are fortunate to have a, a great partner in Harris Cherokee who is who is uh, working to uh, be, who is our naming rights partner and actually uh, because of that naming rights we have been able to do some enhancements to the to the venue uh, such as video boards LEDs and enhancing enhancing the fan experience um, that you know when we are back to fans we'll make the building uh, really stand out so um, so no, there's no gambling. Uh, you know, and in fact I don't think we're even to the point that in Cherokee itself, uh, I don't even think they have uh, sports betting yet. Um, so no gambling, uh, you know, um, I'm sure there's some odds on that'll be out there, but there will be no gambling in Asheville proper. Uh, and actually, there will not be any gambling uh, sports betting in Cherokee unless something happens very quickly by that time.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've I've poked a little fun uh, at this coming to Asheville. And actually I think that's a great thing that you're going to have an event like this. And certainly I'd rather come to Asheville than go to uh, the venue for the battle for Atlantis, which this year is in South Dakota. So it's it's odd how all these things are moving around, but uh, I, I did want to ask you about you know one of the things Asheville's known for is the drum circle, right? So how do you integrate the drum circle and hula dancing? Are you are you going to try to have an island theme even though it's in Asheville?
2: I think there will be some components of Maui that are integrated into the tournament, whether it's coaches' shirts or. You know, uh, we were trying to figure out yesterday, uh, trying to get someone to paddleboard on the French Broad River, you know, those kind of things. Um, you know, so, I, you know, Maui, the Maui Invitational is is world-renowned. It, it is the premier tournament in the country. Uh, when you look at the last couple of national championships uh, that UNC has won, and even if you go back to the 1993 Uh, championship um, that Carolina won, Uh, they played in the Maui Invitational. So um, hopefully that's a good omen for all the uh, UNC fans out there. Um, And uh, so there'll be some components of the Maui Invitational, you know, and we're not looking to replace Maui, you know, and, and some, you know, the comparisons that are being made out there, that's really not fair because all we were doing is trying to provide a, a site on the mainland and it's called Maui to the mainland Our Maui moves to the mainland for uh, a year. Uh, and we're just trying to provide a quality site and a quality city, embrace it with a little southern hospitality. You can't beat southern hospitality and uh, just uh, have the event here, but we're not, we're not competing against Maui. Uh, there will be some components, but, um, you know, we uh, respect the work that everyone in Maui has done for many many years going back to the uh, I think I was uh, just starting to watch college basketball when Chaminade knocked off uh, Ralph Sampson and the Maui Invitational so uh, and it really put that tournament on the map so uh, yeah there'll be there may be some hula dancers they may be all kinds of things I, I don't know you know that time of the year um, the drum circle has, uh, is, is not really active and actually the drum circle has not been as active uh, with COVID um, as it normally is. But it it, it is an, a, a cool attraction in Asheville that a lot of people like to see.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, like you say, maybe a few little things like every visitor gets a, a lay, you know, uh, and maybe you have some beach volleyball or something like that to kind of mix the, you know, the Maui component with the Asheville Southern hospitality component. So that would be pretty neat. Sports Focus will be right back.
0: You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking about the Maui Classic, which for this year will be in Asheville. We're talking with Demp Bradford. Uh, Demp, let's talk about the field. Um, uh, Just to rattle them off really quick, you have Alabama, Davidson, Indiana, UNC, Providence, Stanford, Texas, UNLV. That's a strong field, but I think the real wild card in that group because of uh, what's happening in California is Stanford. Are you worried about Stanford?
2: We don't know where the PAC 12 is going to come into play. They, we should know in the next couple of days when they're originally, they were not allowed to play until January 1st. I think that's going to be adjusted because they're going to adjust football. Uh, So, you know, that's, and that's an interesting storyline because uh, if you remember the the coach of Stanford is a former UNC assistant uh, to Roy Williams and played for him at Kansas. So you've got an interesting storyline there with Jared Haas uh, being at Stanford. And uh, so, you know, we don't know what's going to happen there. There there's all, you know, until we throw the ball up, uh, things could change uh, with any of the teams. Uh, you know, we, we're sitting here watching college football and one day you see no, Notre Dame playing football and then now they're, uh, they've they had to suspend football. So um, hopefully the protocols that the teams are putting into place and what they're learning from football will then allow them to play basketball safer uh, and uh, maybe mitigate some of the risks. So, uh, you know, to have you, you know, as a, an old fashioned basketball fan, you know, to imagine UNC and Indiana playing each other, you know, I, I think back to uh, Coach Smith and, uh, you know, uh, Coach Knight, you know, and what a, what a, uh, you know, that would have been the hardest ticket to to find in the world if Carol- when Carolina and Indiana had played. So, you know, Indiana is a, a great, it's going to be a, a, should be a great team. Um, You know, you've got um, a coach that's building a a program there. Um, I don't know a lot about Providence, um, but they're in the Big East. And if you're in the Big East, you know how to play basketball. Um, Alabama is is an up-and-coming program with a, a, you know, a a pretty new coach. Um, You know, UNLV, you know, the Running Rebels. uh, Actually, I don't know if they're called that anymore. I think they're changing their name. So, you know, it, uh, and then Texas, Shaka, you know, Texas is actually, when I was looking at the rankings, I think North Carolina and Texas were the highest two-ranking teams. So, you know, in, a, in, a, in our old-fashioned basketball line world, you're, you're thinking Carolina, Indiana, but, you know, you've got Texas in there and uh and so it, it's a very competitive field. We're excited to have everybody come to Asheville. We're ex- excited to have them experience Asheville and uh, hopefully have some good basketball that everyone will be able to watch on uh, television.
1: Well, the, that was the next question I wanted to ask is, will fans be able to experience Asheville or experience basketball in Asheville? What have you been told at this point about fans?
2: Well, the we... Will abide by the governor's mass gatherings guidelines um, that are in place when the tournament is hosted. So currently, the mass gatherings guidelines for indoor uh, venues of any type are 25. Um, you know, um, there's rumors that that could change, but we will. Um, you know, we we, we will respect. Uh, Governor Cooper's um, guidelines, mass gatherings guidelines, and we we are going to practice the three Ws. So uh, you know we're you're you're going to see masks, and we're going to take extra precautions that um, you know we could talk for hours about.
1: So regardless of whether they're fans or not, or maybe it's twenty five percent capacity, or or who knows what it might be. If the tournament goes off, uh, it's, it's going to be on television. So uh, that's the way most of us are enjoying sports these days anyway is on television. So what will that kind of exposure mean to the Asheville area?
2: It's going to be tremendous. Um, you know, we have been currently um, the Southern conference championships. The last couple of years have been at seven o'clock on Monday night on ESPN uh, you know, we had the great story of Wofford and their magical run uh, year before last, um, you know, great television, but to have 12 games in a period of three days, all broadcast on the, on an ESPN platform, most of them on ESPN or ESPN2, uh, is going to just get, give us tremendous exposure, you know, and and the storyline, I mean, when you're just talking about the tournament having to move, uh, you know, uh, and then what, you know, people are asking, what's Asheville? Where's Asheville? You know, uh, Asheville receives a lot of accolades that people don't know uh, about sometimes. But there was a the – Atl- the Athletic did a, a college basketball town by beer, and ranked them by beer um, earlier, and uh, I think late August, and Asheville was number two in the country. And that was before anybody knew that Asheville was even on the roadmap for, or, or could potentially be out there for this tournament. So, you know, uh, it's great exposure. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Sioux Falls, uh, and I know that, you know, the neighboring school uh, down the, down uh, 15501 has decided that they're not going to go. But I I will say that the teams that go there, they will experience uh, a quality atmosphere. Uh, I I know the the staff there uh, personally and, you know, any of our groups that are hosting uh, a relocation event, um, we're going to do the best we can, and we're going to make sure that that the teams have the best experience possible and have the safest experience. So you know, no uh, Sioux Falls or Asheville is not, you know, Atlanta or Chicago or even Indianapolis. You know, you know, uh, at the end, uh, you know, the the rumors were Asheville and Indianapolis, and you know, I've I've heard. Orlando and Vegas and all the different things, but I'm also seeing people pull out of these uh, events in Orlando and Vegas the last couple of days so uh, um, you know we're excited to host uh, and um, any of the anyone else that is hosting have a lot of respect for them because I know the work that our team has put together already and the work that is ahead of us
1: and that does it for this edition of sports focus thanks to our guest Dimp bradford thanks also to producer chip sweeney and as always thanks to you for listening Cheers.
0: Thanks to Richard Southall, Mark Nagel, and Deborah Southall at the College Sport Research Institute at the University of South Carolina for their research and guidance and for access to CSRI's international network of sources. Sports Focus is a service of UNC's Hussman School of Journalism and Media.